Hey friend, welcome back to the podcast. I feel like I have so much to catch you up on, um, but let me just start by saying in this episode, I'm going to be sharing just a little bit about what my summer slowdown will entail and just a few little nuggets of knowledge that I have gleaned recently and just want to share with you all. So let's just dive right in. So in our Facebook group, the Beyond the Booze Christian Sobriety Group on Facebook, um, someone asked about like, I, I wish I had the exact wording of the question. Actually, I probably do. Let me pull it up. Okay. So Patsy asked, yeah, moving on after alcohol. No, no, no. Hold on. She asked, uh, replacing one addiction for another, recognizing it, examples, food, exercise, or busyness. So this was like a a topic she wanted to talk about, which was, you know, like recognizing if you're just replacing one addiction for another, which if you're new here, I've talked about this before about how, you know, after I quit drinking, um, I was still numbing out with like marijuana and now I'm sober from that as well. But, you know, I think we all, okay, let me keep this about me. Um, I think, yeah. So sometimes I think I numb out with other things, you know, like, um, if I'm not careful. So I wanted to talk about this in relation to social media Um, and you know, she mentioned other addictions like replacing, you know, alcohol for like maybe food, you know, and that's super common too. Actually something I learned, um, about that, like if you tend to like overeat to numb out, it actually has the same effect as alcohol, um, because the way it ferments in your belly, it kind of, um, I guess it has like the alcohol effect of kind of numbing. Um, so it actually, <laughs> it makes me think about how I think I've asked people before, like, you know, on Instagram or something like kind of like polling people, like, do you struggle with addiction? And, um, you know, some people saying no, but not recognizing that, yeah, there is such a thing as like food addiction. Um, and not, not to like bash on them, but I think, you know, like if people have different ways of coping and, you know, food can be, you know, just as unhealthy, right. Cause it can cause like inflammation in our body, which causes disease. Um, not saying that I, I, I don't know, I'm not here trying to like weigh the scales here. I'm just saying that, you know, coping with anything that's not like, um, a healthy coping mechanism is still not the best. Um, anyways, back on track here. So I guess what I wanted to share is kind of like how I recognized whenever I would start to, um, mindlessly eat as a way to numb out. Um, I started keeping like a food journal and I would journal about like how I'm feeling and I would like, you know, take, some deep breaths before I would eat something because if I, cause sometimes I would just like find myself like in the pantry and I'm like, um, how did I get here? (laughs) 
Um, and so anyways, becoming just curious and not condemning was really key for me um, with keeping like a journal about it and like, you know, being mindful about eating, you know, like thinking about how like I'll make sure I'm chewing like 15 times, making sure I'm not like eating distracted, um, like, you know, scrolling your phone while you're eating where you're just like not really paying attention to what you're doing. Um, so anyways, yeah, just some, some things to help you like slow down, um, while you're eating and stuff like that was helpful for me to get kind of like that in check. But after I got like my mindless snacking kind of in check, I realized that I was like mindlessly scrolling and, you know, I'd go onto my phone for one thing. And then 20 minutes later, I'm like, whoa, how did I, uh, what was I doing? (laughs) Um, and I'm sure so many people can relate because that's just like, yeah, the nature of our phones sometimes. So, um, I'm making a goal this summer to just kind of like lose my phone throughout the day and not have it on me 24 seven. Um, and deleting the social media apps off my phone is a big part of that too, just because, um, yeah, it's just distracting. And yeah, so um, going back to like this summer slowdown, I really wanted to, yeah, like the mindless scrolling, I wanted to stop that, you know, and then I started, there's just, yeah, there's actually a big story behind like what made me decide to actually take a sabbatical from social media. And it actually started like, last Thursday. I'm actually recording this on a Thursday. I'm going to post this on Friday. But, um, so last Thursday I was like thinking about, I woke up and I was thinking about how, um, how like I've been struggling with social media, you know, and I'm just like, I just feel like I'm just like wasting so much time on there and I just keep catching myself mindlessly scrolling. And so I was thinking about that in the morning and about how, like how many boundaries I was trying to create with my phone, like don't get on social media for the first two hours of the day, you know, uh, different things and thinking about how it's kind of like, like it, it reminds me the way I'm like bargaining with it. It like reminds me of just, you know, addiction in general, right? Like with alcohol, like we try to manage our drinking by our usage, you know, by saying like, I'll only have two or I'll only drink on weekends or I'll only drink beer or I'll only do this, you know, like, and just kind of like trying to bargain with it. And that's like what I feel like I've been trying to do with social media. Like, I'm like, okay, I'll take it off my phone and I'll only use it on the computer. I'll, you know, um, set limits. I'll only be on there for like the hour, but then I hit, you know, ignore on the little, the hour cap I keep on myself. Um, so yeah, I was thinking about that, about just like how addictive it is. And it's like set up to be that way. Right. It's like set up to be sort of like gambling, you know, it, they literally created it for you to be on the app, you know, like as long as possible so that they can show you, you know, ads and whatever, and like, um, get you to spend money, you know, (sighs) anyways. So yeah, I was thinking about that Thursday morning 
And then I like get onto like my podcast, you know, app and I'm like, okay, like, what am I going to listen to this morning? And my, um, podcast coach actually posted a podcast about how to market without social media because she's a big like anti-social media person. Like she's actually not, she doesn't use Instagram or anything for her business anymore. Um, so yeah, anyways, she had this episode all about marketing without social media, which I was like, huh, that's interesting that I was literally thinking about this morning and like, and then I see my coach post about this. And then I got on Facebook and my other coach, my codependency coach actually posted about how she was going to be getting off social media. She was like deleting her face. She already deleted her Instagram. She deleted her TikTok. And then like the last thing to go was Facebook. And so she was like letting everybody know, like I'm getting off Facebook. Um, and I was just like, dang, like it just felt like the second confirmation, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people who like, I kind of like, I do believe in signs. Like, and I feel like there's signs and like, um, confirmation that like happens through other people. Um, so anyways, like, I'm just like, dang, that's like, okay, that's like the second thing. And then the third thing I did, which I thought was kind of interesting was, um, I actually went through those four questions that I shared on the podcast last week, which by the way, I hope you guys enjoyed that series, the fit free soul lifestyle series. Um, that's like my way of trying to integrate, um, all the wellness tools that I use, um, that support my sober lifestyle. And, um, it's just like my way to want to help you guys, you know, do the same thing because, those, those little cornerstone habits are like what helped me keep this, you know, train in motion (laughs) and, you know, on the right track, if you will. So anyways, I hope y'all enjoyed that. But, um, yeah, so I used the questions that I had posted on the day one, which was like making a decision. And, you know, so I journaled about like what would be good about, you know, like getting off social media, like what would be bad about getting off social media? What would, you know, um, what might be bad about not getting off social media? Like, and what would that look like in the future, like 10 years from now? And it just, you know, made me think about how much time I waste on social media and like how, what I could be doing with this time, like these little projects that I have that, um, I want to work on that. I just continue to push off because I feel like I don't have the time or focus for it, but really my time and focus is getting taken away on, you know, this stupid app. (laughs) And I'm not like totally bashing all social media. It's just like Instagram. Just, I kind of have a little bit of a beef with social, with Instagram. On one hand, I actually posted this on my you know, in our Facebook group for the beyond the booze Facebook group. It's like, I love that I get to connect with people like with you, like who listen to this podcast. And I literally feel like I met like my soul sisters through the, these different communities, you know, and, you know, Instagram and Facebook are ways for me to connect. And I love that, but I hate that. It's like, it feels like it just like 
sucks my focus and you know like I, I don't like that you know um so anyways after I like journaled about like all the you know pros and cons basically about getting off social media um I also like had like another scripture that popped up um when I read Jesus calling and it was like and I like literally actually surrendered by the way so I feel like once you make a decision about something, you like surrender the decision to God, right? Like when we're making a decision to like quit drinking, like part of that process is surrender and it's like a continuous surrender process, you know? Um, But yeah, so I kind of like surrendered it to God and like asked him for, you know, his guidance and, um, yeah, it just, I, I came upon that scripture, like you can't serve two masters, you know, you'll either love the one and despise the other or, um, hate the one and love the other. And he's talking about like God and money, but for me, it really made me think about social media. And so, yeah, I, you know, I did decide to take a sabbatical from Instagram for the summer And as far as like my podcast and the, you know, Facebook group, like I don't really have that big of an issue with Facebook, but I also don't want that to become like my crutch. So it is going to stay deleted off my phone. I'll get on Facebook because I do have some things, um, on there. Like I check in with my wellness coach through like our, you know, my, our, um, Facebook group. And so he does like some accountability check-ins through there. And so I'll get on, um, to do that, you know, a couple times a week and I'll get into our beyond the booze, um, community a couple times a week as well. I'm just like trying to kind of take the pressure off myself to show up everywhere because, um, I am a human (laughs) and I'm not a machine. So I just, I've been feeling like this call to like rest and, um, just to like create a a lot of space. And I do feel like that is like what God's calling me to do. And so I know if he's calling me to do it, there's a reason, you know? Um, Oh, I have, I almost forgot to share this other thing, but so there's like a reason. And I think that, you know, having, less distractions, um, is really going to help me hear what he wants me to do next and to, you know, just rest in his presence and be restored and renewed because I've mentioned, you know, in previous episodes that it's just been like a hard year and I know everybody's (laughs) having a hard year. That's just part of life. Right. But, um, there's also, you know, like when you're in recovery and when you're healing, like you really have to honor yourself and like your needs. And, you know, I want to, you know, uh, demonstrate that, um, you know, as someone, as a leader, um, I want to demonstrate that it's okay to rest, you know, and, um, yeah, you know, like that's totally okay. It's like, I was, it actually made me think about that, There's a passage in Ecclesiastes um, chapter three, and it's like all about, let me see, I'm going to pull it up because 
It's always good to hear God's word, isn't it? <laughs> Let me see. Here we go. A time for everything. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. That's so good. So I definitely implore you and encourage you to look over this um, passage and maybe see where you're at. You know, are you in um, a season where you need to, you know, tear some things down or like mend some things or, you know, a time to be silent and, you know, be still and to, you know, listen and kind of feel like that's where I'm at. You know, when I read that, that really stood out to me, a time to be silent and a time to speak. <clears throat> so I think that that's, yeah, I mean, the things I've been hearing from God is like to rest and to be still. And yeah, you know, I just, I, I want to honor that, you know, honor that what God's calling me to do and like be obedient because I know that there's going to be, it's, it's a fruitful thing, you know, to, to rest, you know, like that's just, it's just like a cycle of life. It's like a season of life. Like we're not meant to be robots. So anyways, um, really what that just means is I'm not going to be like, you know, podcasting every single week, um, unless God has something he wants me to share, then I totally will. Um, I'm just not going to like force it, you know, so I'm just kind of slowing down with the podcasting, I'm slowing down with my posting in the Facebook group. I still want to be in there because I still know that I um, will want to interact and I'll want to, you know, connect with you all. And um, even like, I feel like, you know, one of the things I've realized about myself is I do really love to connect. And that's why, you know, social media is so alluring because, you know, it gives you this promise of connection, but you know, it's like really kind of becoming almost like an artificial connection. Like, I don't even know like what this AI stuff is all about. Like, am I really going to be connecting with people or am I going to be connecting with artificial intelligence? You know, um, even with like the Facebook groups, like it has the option for me to like create welcome posts that are like automated. Um, and I'm sure for like big groups, maybe that's like what's best, but I like to acknowledge like personally and, you know, search out the gift that I want to post and like, you know, welcome the new members to the group. And I like to do that personally because it just kind of makes me feel more connected, like rather than just having something on auto, you know, 
artificial intelligence writing you a welcome post and, and not truly being from me. But um, anyways, um, I think, yeah, the last thing I want to share is I went through a pretty traumatic event this past weekend. Um, my son turned two and it was actually, there was like a close call. He, um, he could have drowned and, you know, this is kind of like what also kind of really pushed me to get off social media. So, um, he was outside and, you know, someone was out there with him. Um, but I was like looking at social media and I was looking on someone else's phone, but, um, but so I got up to go outside and, you know, looking for my son. And then I see him like submerged in our pool and like immediately like ran in and I'd like pulled him out and thank God, I don't think he was in there very long. Cause he, um, you know, he, he just cried. He didn't like throw up water. He wasn't like not able to breathe or anything like that. Like I, I think it happened really fast. Um, but I'm like, man, had I really been sucked into social media, like I wouldn't have went out there at the right time. Like, um, and there, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of layers to it and I'm like, you know, it really was traumatic, you know, like I could hardly sleep the next night. Like I kept having flashbacks about it. Um, and then, you know, thank God I have like a pretty good support system, um, so I've been able to, you know, like process and like learn what I should do to help me process and get out of this like, um, stress response and like integrate and figure out how to, you know, keep him safe and, um, just to, yeah, integrate this experience and, you know, not get stuck in like the trauma, you know, um, so anyways, that's just like a, another reason to slow down is just to like process, you know, I'm going to have to start taking him to swim lessons. There's, he's also like not in daycare anymore. So there's just like a lot of things that, um, you know, there's just a lot of things. <laughs> so I hope that if anything, this podcast like gave you permission to take rest if you need rest, um, to analyze, you know where you're at right now. And like, if you feel like there's something that needs to change and I hope it empowers you to make that change. Um, but yeah, I, okay. I I have one more thing I want to share. This is like totally off topic, but, but I was thinking about something that I learned recently and it was something my coach taught me and he was like talking about how like people stay consistent with exercise. Right. Um, and, and one of the things was like, if you are able to like focus on the feeling after you exercise and like how you feel like those positive emotions, like you're more likely to want to repeat the behavior. Um, and I thought about that, like, as it would apply to like sobriety. So, you know, this is a sobriety podcast, obviously. And I thought it would be interesting. I, I like to like make things kind of integrate and apply to each other. So, you know, if we can do that with exercise, right? Like we can be motivated to 
um, exercise or do something because we remember how it makes us feel. Like the other day I did like five minutes of like rescue breathing. And I remember afterwards I felt so much more present and like just, just super present. I felt like really calm and present. Um, and so that like memory of how I felt after doing that, like that's going to make me want to do it again whenever I want to get really present. Um, but I also thought about how it would apply with sobriety, right? Like one of the things that keeps me, um, from drinking or from smoking is like remembering like what would happen after, like, um, you know, the negative things. And like, that's what I think about now whenever I think about like smoking or drinking like I think about like the negative things instead of the positive because like that's like what makes something alluring you know like when you think about like oh it's gonna make me feel better but then you know you forget about the what happens really after that like you feel way worse you know you feel so guilty you feel so shameful and so like I feel like that's such a good way to like apply that tip (laughs) to sobriety is like remembering the negative part because more than you remember the positive because the positive is so short-lived it's just like a quick spike of dopamine and then you're back down to feeling like (laughs) poo-poo but actually okay last thing you know the other thing I was thinking about is like with social media like I started feeling like anxious every time I would get on Instagram like I would kind of feel this anxious energy and, um, I was, it made me think about whenever I was like getting ready to quit alcohol, like I started feeling like this anxious energy every time I would drink. Um, and I think it was because like in my mind, I knew that I needed to stop, but I continued to do it. So like there was like this cognitive dissonance, you know, this incongruency with like my beliefs and my actions, like they were not aligned. And so that incongruency would make me feel anxious, you know? And I don't know. I don't know if that's why I feel anxious about social media, but um, it just has started to make me feel anxious sometimes when I get on there. So I know that it is time for a break from Instagram. And the reason I'm not like deleting it totally is because, you know, I, I do think that there's ways that Um, I can glorify God on social media and I feel like I do that, but I also feel like, you know, there's times that I'm just trying to glorify myself and I'm not trying to glorify God. And so, you know, like whatever you do, like do it to the glory of God, right? Like whether you eat or whether you drink, do it to the glory of God. And, you know, I couldn't drink and glorify God. I couldn't smoke and glorify God. Um, I could possibly be on social media and glorify God, but at this moment, I know that, you know, he's calling me to take a break. So that's kind of where I'm at. But anyways, um, I hope you guys have a great summer and I will catch you on the next episode. Bye for now.